It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. From the studios of 97.1, the sports animal in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on this episode of Locked On Thunder, we do have some free agency news. Some big-time free agency news affecting the Oklahoma City Thunder. So we will get into all that I'll tell you what moves the Thunder can make, how much they got hurt by Kimball Walker, possibly signing with the Boston Celtics once free agency begins, and a couple of targets that the Thunder might want to keep their eye on as they move forward here over the next few weeks. We'll discuss the desperate times of the Rockets, and we'll talk about what Oklahoma City can sell the free agents that not a lot of other teams can. And finally, when we wrap up today, we'll talk about what's going on in the NBA and why if you're looking for a shorter season, I would say don't hold your breath, but still got to love the NBA's progressive way of thinking. My name is Eric G. I work for 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I am the co-host of the Pat Jones Show. Pat Jones, of course, former Oklahoma State head coach, provided you live in Oklahoma, you know that. And you can always find me on Thunder Maven. That's at basketballmaven.io slash thunder. And follow me at Thunder Maven on Twitter. And if you like what you hear, just remember, you can go to LockedOnPodcast.com, hear all our podcasts, and this particular podcast is being brought to you by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friends, trip. Book your own at Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. That's Hotels.com. Well, the Thunder got some news today in the world of free agency, and we'll start with the big one. That's Nerlens Noel opting out of his $1.9 million player option. Now, this should not come as a shock to anyone. Nerlens Noel had a fantastic rehab season with the Oklahoma City Thunder last year. You knew if he hit the open market, he'd have the opportunity to get more money. And if you want Nerlens Noel to come back to Oklahoma City, don't necessarily give up on that yet. The Thunder could pay him as much as $5 million, although I would think the Thunder would probably not want to invest that much in a backup center. But it's not completely out of the realm of possibility that we could see him back here in Oklahoma City, depending on what happens over the next few days. And a lot of that is contingent on what's going down with the Boston Celtics and whether or not they decide they are going to sign Kimball Walker. I hate this move. I hate it. Actually, I love it for the Celtics, but this is bad news for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Because essentially, Kimball Walker is going to get a max deal. He's going to get a four-year deal starting at about $32 million a year. And essentially what that does is it cripples the Thunder in trying to trade Steven Adams to the Boston Celtics. If you're the Celtics and you had interest in Steven Adams, that is done with the signing of Kimball Walker. One, because you're bringing in a guy that's probably going to mesh better with your team than what 
Kyrie Irving did, and you're going to want to keep a lot of those parts around him. So bye-bye to a guy like Marcus Smart, bye-bye to a guy like Jalen Brown. Uh, Any chance of maybe possibly getting uh, any of the other Celtics players uh, that we had been lusting after for the last few days, all that is gone as well, too. Because the Celtics just aren't going to have that much money left. In fact, they'd have about $4.8 million to pay a center. And quite frankly, there are some guys out there on the open market that are better than Steven Adams that you could go get. One of those is Brooke Lopez. Um, He'll probably want more than that. But if you don't have to pay him maybe much more than that $4.8, you might be able to bite the bullet, go into the luxury tax, and feel pretty good about where you are. You also probably could get, for a lot less than what you would pay Steven Adams, both Brooke and Robin Lopez as a backup, or uh, you might go after Nerlens Noel if you happen to be the Boston Celtics. So all this really hurts the Thunder and now leaves them kind of scrambling if, in fact, They were in talk with the Boston Celtics or were in talk with the Boston Celtics about seeing Steven Adams go there or sending Steven Adams to Boston. So now what do you do if you're Oklahoma City and you feel like you're stuck with Steven Adams and you're paying him way too much? Well, here's what I would do if I was Sam Presti, making me GM for the day. I would hang on to Steven Adams. One, he's a known commodity. Two, by all accounts, he's a fantastic teammate. And even though you may not have liked his performance in the postseason against Ennis Canner, who is proving to be a more the more versatile of the two players, he's well-liked by Russell Westbrook. He's well-liked by Paul George. And Russell Westbrook and Steven Adams can be a deadly combination together, provided that Russell wants to work. So I'm going to go ahead and keep Steven Adams. Then the next thing I'm going to do is look to send Dennis Schroeder off someplace else, get rid of that salary because... You're still paying way too much for this team, and you're going to hope somebody has some interest in Andre Robertson, even if you're just using that as a salary dump and really can't get anything in return for him. Then if you lose Nerlens Noel, you go target a backup center, and then I'm looking at a guy like the aforementioned Robin Lopez. I think he would be fantastic coming to Oklahoma City. There is some talk about JaVale McGee. That doesn't exactly thrill me having a guy that constantly ends up on Shaqton in a full, but there are worse players than JaVel McGee that the Thunder could bring in at this time. And now you look for a shooter. And I'm going to throw out a name that I know that if you're a Thunder fan, you've coveted this guy for a long time, and he's there, and you can get him, and that's Kyle Korver. 34 years old, you can bring him off the bench as that sharp shooter, a guy that you could probably trust to make a few threes in crunch time. I think Russell Westbrook would love playing with him. Paul George would love love playing with him. You could have all three of those guys on the court at the same time down the stretch, and you're probably going to feel pretty good about your chances to win a game. Here's the deal with Kyle Korver. This is what's interesting. If he gets cut before July 7th, then the Utah Jazz would owe him million. Now, he's guaranteed $7.5 million, and the Jazz would pay him 3.4 of that. So, if you're just looking to be made whole and you're Kyle Korver, the Thunder could possibly make you whole and offer you about $4 million. The Thunder do have an exception to play with. However, the $5 million or so exception that they have would cost them a lot more in luxury tax than maybe 
they're wanting to deal out at this time, but that is a possible option for Oklahoma City. Um, a guy like Dwayne Dedman's out there, but I think he's going to command too much money. Seth Curry is another guy that would be really interesting on this team, and I'm not so sure that you couldn't possibly start Seth Curry at the two spot. I know the guy, you're probably looking at him as more of a bench player, but if you're not going to send Terrence Ferguson out to Las Vegas this summer and get him some more work, I'd feel more comfortable with Terrence Ferguson coming off the bench and maybe you're starting Seth Curry at that two, even if you can find some way to make the minutes between the two equal. Um, I, I certainly like Ferguson's defensive upside a little bit better than I like Curry's defensive upside, but that's an avenue you might want to go down. But still, I think he's a guy that when you're looking at maybe some of these undervalued free agents, guys like Deadman, guys like Curry, even a guy like Robin Lopez may be a little too expensive for the Oklahoma City Thunder because you have to think if Sam Presti and Clay Bennett don't think they can win a championship, then this season has really become about getting out of that hefty tax bill that they're going to pay right now. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next here on Locked on Thunder, we'll talk about some things that Oklahoma City can sell to certain free agents that you can't sell to others. They may not sound sexy to you, but if I'm a guy like Kyle Korver, I'm biting on this all day long. That's coming up next on Locked on Thunder. This podcast being brought to you by Grip 6 Belts. That's grip, the number 6.com. Then use the promo code L-O-C-K-E. So go to GripTheNumber6.com slash L-O-C-K-E and get 20% off your first purchase. You're listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets Podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Thank you again for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We're coming to you live from the studios of 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Make sure you tune in weekdays to the Tulsa Animal at 97.1 in Tulsa or check us out on the app. I'm on from 11 to 2 with Coach Pat Jones. And also check me out at Thunder Maven. That's basketballmaven.io slash thunder basketballmaven.io slash thunder so enough of the shameless self-promotion let's talk about what the Oklahoma City Thunder can sell to certain free agents particularly to a guy like Brooke Lopez or to a guy like Kyle Korver now I get that a lot of this has to do with money and let me just run down the checklist like if I am an NBA free agent 
here are the things that I am looking for. One, first and foremost, how much money are you going to pay me? Rings are nice, but ultimately I want to take care of my kids and my family and make sure they're set up for the future. So the most money I can get, that's where I'm going. Now, if I'm a max player, it just is what it is. And my old club can pay me more than a new club. So I'm probably going to stay with the old club if provided number two checks off my list, which is do I mesh with the guys that I'm playing with? Is it a fun atmosphere? Is it an atmosphere where you have a chance to win? Is it an atmosphere that is conducive to you getting everything you need out of your career? Is the front office, are they good people? Are they just merely cutthroats? Okay, well, everybody in the NBA is cutthroats, but I'm going to at least look to see what the coaching situation is like. Is it stable? Do I like the guy that's coaching? Do I like the city I'm going to live in? I'm going to take all that into consideration. Winning would be the third thing that I would be most concerned about. When I say winning, I'm talking about winning a championship. And if I can check all the boxes on that, then I'm going to that organization. So where does the Oklahoma City Thunder come into all this? Well, the biggest thing you can sell to a guy like Kyle Korver or even a guy like Brooke Lopez is that you're late enough in your career, you're probably not doing a whole hell of a lot of going out and hanging out on the town. So what we can promise you here in Oklahoma City is that basketball comes first and foremost. And when you come here, you're going to have a fan base that's going to be very supportive. They're going to show up 18,000 strong every single night. Their focus is what happens on the court. Our focus is what happens on the court. So we're never going to put you in a situation where you have to talk to the media any more than what is required on a daily basis. We don't allow people to get their own radio and TV shows. I know that maybe you want a little bit extra of extra money, but we'd rather you have we'd rather you take that time that you would do the radio show to either work on your game, get treatment or spend that time with your family or do community affairs. So that's the way we run. The other thing that you're going to have here in Oklahoma City that you won't have anyplace else, go into a restaurant and people won't bother you. Now, I know what you're saying. That's BS, especially if you listen to this podcast and you don't live here. But I can tell you, I've sat in a restaurant with Russell Westbrook. I've sat in a restaurant with Ennis Canner when he played here and Steven Adams and a couple of other members from the Thunder. And I won't say what restaurant it is, but they would come in when I would be doing my postgame show. And they would sit there with family or their wives or just guys that they are hanging out with. And at no point were any of them ever bothered by the fans that were in there. Now, granted, where we did our where we did our show, you didn't see a lot of kids. And I'm sure if there were more kids in there, they might go up and ask for an autograph. But for the most part, they just you almost had to look up. You had to like look up and be looking for these guys to notice they were in there. One time I had to do a double take on Russell Westbrook. And I think a lot of players find that refreshing after going and playing in a Miami or a Los Angeles or even a San Francisco to a certain part or a certain point, you have the nightlife, you have the clubs, you've got the strip clubs, you've got everything else. Well, eventually you might want to come to a place that's a little bit more quiet and it really is all about the end result. And that's 
where the Oklahoma City Thunder are, and that's what they can continually sell to guys. So when we talk about the Thunder not being able to pull big-time free agents, okay, yeah, you're right. The Thunder probably aren't going to pull the hottest free agent that's ever out there on the market, but what they can do is continually appeal to guys that are more serious about their game, guys that want to come in, possibly win a championship or have a good end of their career, and you can win a lot of games with those type of guys, but that's what you ultimately have to sell when you're Oklahoma City. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, we'll talk about the future of the NBA and why I'll tell you not to hold your breath if you want to see the schedule go down from 82 to 58 games. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The show being brought to you by, let me see here, Untuck It. Yeah, that's right, Untuck It. No, I know that's right. I totally know it's right. You want to look good on a date. You want to look good for that meeting. You just want to look good, period. Go to untuckit.com and use the promo code NBA to get 20% off your first purchase. That's untuckit.com. Hey, don't be like me and just grab a dress shirt out of the closet, button it up, wear it untucked. It doesn't look good. Dress shirts aren't meant to be untucked, but untuckit is specifically made for you to untuck and continue to look good. That's untuckit.com. Promo code NBA and get a discount on your first purchase. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. More podcasts available at LockedOnPodcast.com. And don't forget to check me out at Thunder Maven. That's BasketballMaven.io slash Thunder. And, of course, weekdays from 11 to 2 with Pat Jones on the Sports Animal in Tulsa, 97.1. All right, finishing up the day, talking about the future of the NBA and recently, Adam Silver and a group of NBA higher-ups had a phone conversation about dropping the schedule back to 58 games. That was actually out there on the table from 82. And I want to give Adam Silver a lot of credit. One, for thinking of the fans, because one of the biggest problems that you've got in the NBA is the whole load management situation where... Star players are taking the night off. People have paid good money, and you don't feel like you're getting enough bang for your buck. So thank you for that. Thank you for also being a forward-thinking commissioner and wanting to bring in this midseason tournament a la what you see in European soccer. But I will tell you right now, do not hold your breath that you will see the NBA schedule cut from 82 to 58 games. And the target date on this is the 2021-2022 season. Here's why it's not going to get cut. First and foremost, owners do not want to give up that money. So if you're asking them to go from 41 games to 29 games hosting, they're not going to they're not going to do any sort of backflips over that because that's a lot of revenue. 
that they're leaving on the table. And how are they going to make that up? Well, they're going to pass the buck on to you, literally. So now I've got half the games. I'm going to charge twice as much for the tickets, maybe even more than that. And all the profit that you've cost me by cutting the season, I'm going to get it out of the fans, which means you may not be able to afford to go to any games during that 29-game home season. So, So that right away is a huge red flag for me if I'm a fan. I don't want to see the prices get jacked up. Also, do you think players are going to want their salary lessened to play half the games? No, they're going to want to keep making the same amount of money, which also goes back into merchandise. It goes back into tickets. It goes back into what you're buying at concessions because that money doesn't just go away. People figure out a way to make it up somewhere. As far as putting this cup-style tournament or this European soccer-style tournament in the middle of the season, I actually like this. I think this is a really cool idea, especially if you can do it like the European soccer leagues, which is this. When you have the Champions League and all that in the middle of the, of the EPL, you're playing teams from different countries. If you're from England, you're playing the upper-level teams from Germany and Spain. And a lot of times, I mean... Those teams are much closer together than where we are worldwide in basketball now. But if there can be some incentive for top players to maybe play over in Spain or China and you make it kind of a global thing, I think that would be kind of cool. And for the generation that grew up watching soccer and being passionate about soccer, they would be very interested in something like this. I heard Jalen Rose say the average fan doesn't care. Because all we care is about an NBA championship. We don't care about divisions, etc. You're right. You're right about my generation. You're right about the generation maybe right after me and definitely the one before me. But start going back. And I think even a lot of millennials would agree that if you grew up watching soccer, this is something that you're used to and it would be kind of cool. I don't think you can keep it just amongst NBA teams because at that point it does get a little weird. Because are you going to hang a banner for being the midseason champion? And I would certainly hope not. Not if you're the Thunder, not if you're any team worth your salt. And I don't know that I want to see the worst teams in the NBA play each other in a tournament for a draft pick. I, because one, I don't want to watch bad basketball. If I watch bad basketball, I'll just watch a lot of college basketball. When I watch the NBA... I want to see best take on best. And look, if my best choice one night happens to be, uh, I'll think about the worst team, think about the worst team in the NBA. If I got a, a crummy team in the NBA, the Phoenix Suns, and they're playing the Atlanta Hawks, if that's my only choice, yeah, I'll watch it. But if that's going to be followed by two more bad teams, you know, this past year's Lakers, et cetera, then no, I'm not down with that at all. Um, I think it's a good idea. I think it's one that needs to be tabled. I, I think this whole idea needs to be talked about more. The the tournament, the cutting down of games, etc. And you need to figure out a way how you're not going to screw your fans over just because you want your players to play more games. And guess what? They're still going to rest. They're still going to figure out a way to do the load management. So I don't think you're necessarily solving anything. You're just taking things away that we've come to know, love, and more importantly possibly expect this is the locked on thunder podcast i am eric g we thank you very much for joining us we will be back on friday to talk more free agency 
and give you the latest on the Oklahoma City Thunder. And until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 